You're listening to the Utah Man Podcast, bringing you the latest news and analysis for your Utah Utes. Now, your hosts, Cameron, Ryan, and Scott. Welcome on into the Utah Man Podcast. I'm Cameron, and we got Ryan. Hey, Ute Nation. And Scott. How we doing? Back at it. Whew. A big, big day. Kind of a heavy day, if you want to call that, uh, for Utah as the results have been released from their investigation concerning uh, defensive coordinator Morgan Scally. Uh, let's let you know. I really want to start off with with Morgan's comments uh, from the press conference. My message is simple, but is sincere, uh, and that is that I am extremely sorry. First and foremost. Let me be clear, I am against racism of any kind, and I'm determined to take an active role at the university and in my community in being part of the solution and change. I want to apologize to the young men I have coached and am coaching currently. I had the opportunity to address the full team yesterday morning, and I expressed to them the complete embarrassment I feel for having hurt them and my fellow colleagues in any way. I've reached out to many of my former teammates, players, uh, to offer my apologies, but uh, have not had the opportunity of connecting with all of them. So, gentlemen, if you're listening, I apologize. Excuse me. I apologize. I'm particularly mindful of the young men of color whom I have had of coaching. I understand that my insensitivity and extreme lack of judgment have caused some, if not all of you, to lose trust and faith in me. I sincerely hope that you will give me the opportunity to gain that trust back. I also wish to apologize to the university students and faculty, to the athletic department, and to those who have worked so hard to create the kind of safe, diverse culture that makes our athletic department family so special. Finally, I want to apologize to the University of Utah fan base, to my family and friends, and to anyone who's been hurt or offended by my insensitive actions. I'm grateful for the former and current players, coaches, University of Utah employees, and everyone who took part in this investigation. I acknowledge and respect the courage of our players, both past and present, who spoke honestly about their experiences. I also want to thank those who have reached out in support the last few weeks. It's meant the world to me. This has been a very fair and professional process. And I am in complete support of the steps the university took to complete this investigation. Again, I want to apologize. I've taught my players never to make excuses or point the finger when owning their actions. And I'm adhering to that same advice. I own up to my past conduct and accept fully the consequences of that conduct. I'm committed to learning from this and becoming a better person. 
father, husband, mentor, and coach. Thank you. So obviously this is, I mean, this is a very serious situation that, that Morgan and the football team went through. You know, I know we have, we have a lot of fun on this podcast. We're going to try to keep it um, light as, as we talk, but obviously with, with how serious this is, it's going to be kind of a different tone on this episode. But first thoughts, I thought Morgan, uh, that apology was real. I, I don't think it was forced. I don't, I didn't feel like it was something that he felt he had to do just to make everyone happy. Um, I think you could really tell in, in the tone of his voice, um, just the emotion, that, the emotions that were coming off. I, I really think that he's sincere um, and, and kind of moving forward. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get into to kind of the consequences, what the university did. But I really want to talk to you guys, because we haven't talked at all um, since this happened. Ryan, I'll kick it over to you first. Kind of your first initial thoughts um, from everything that, that got released today. You're right, Kay. I mean, it is a serious topic, and I and I think the university did um, the right thing by doing an uh, independent investigation, um, and you know, taking it outside and gathering all the facts and interviewing people and so forth. And and in the in the end, I'm I'm happy for Morgan that he's still a Ute, and uh, and and I'm with you. I think wholeheartedly that his statement today was sincere. Um, and uh, and heartfelt, and I, I think he's truly uh, apologize, truly sorry that that happened. And I think he's he's the type of person that I think we know will will work really hard to to make this right down the road. I have similar thoughts to what you guys have. I mean, I, I think it was kind of a best case scenario um, for the program for Morgan. Obviously, retaining him is huge just for the program in general. But, um, but, but it also shows that there was not a history. There was not a pattern of that type of language being used, behavior, which is best case scenario was, it was a, obviously it was a mistake. Um, but it was a one-time mistake. And, and I think the thing that's getting lost on this is, you know, he realized he made a mistake in the moment and, and he jumped on a plane and flew down to this recruit's home the very next day to apologize and to, to take care of this. It wasn't something that festered that he just ignored. And then he was caught. He, he went out of his way and said, look, I made a mistake. I'm going to fix this. And he did it immediately without anybody really hammering him or this, this coming to light. And so, um, you know, that I think needs to be recognized that, uh, you know, the type of person that he is, he owned up to it. And, and, and obviously Mark Harlan, I, I think he did what he had to do. He, he had to levy some type of punishment. Um, if he didn't do anything, I think it probably would have come across, uh, poorly. And, uh, well, today's he, climate, it would have been a horrible PR move to do nothing. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it's unfortunate to to lose the the head coach in waiting, but I think you know, there was there was no option. I think that had to go. I don't really understand the pay cut. I I get, I mean, I get obviously not getting that uh the new contract, the 1.1, but I don't understand why they go back to 2018 when this was something that happened in 2013 that was taken care of in the moment, 
that that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. They they felt that was the right decision. Morgan's on board with it. So at this point, I think we just all move on and 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 hopefully Morgan and the program can get past this and be better for it. I think the money situation makes more sense if they cut his pay and donate the full amount of pay to the foundation or organization that they're donating it to versus we're going to cut $500,000 of his pay and then we're only going to pay $100,000 towards this uh, foundation or this movement. I thought that was really interesting too, Ryan. It's a good call out. Uh, uh, Real quick, just in case people don't know. Oh, go ahead, Scott. I had heard, I'd heard they're actually going to donate that to make some more cowboy corn dog locations around uh, rice cycles. <laughs> so for for those that so that's good news. That is good news for those that two's don't, not enough. <laughs> that don't know kind of the the consequences, if you want to call them that, or the or the punishment, whatever uh, that they handed down to Morgan. Um, so first thing is that he is going to be more engaged uh, with leadership at the university with the equality, diversity, and inclusion team um, and really be a a partner in that group and kind of help uh, broaden that in the community. Uh, Ryan mentioned it. He's going to be going back down to his 2018 uh, salary at $525,000. It it was supposed to be $1.1 million. So what roughly... Five hundred seventy-five thousand um, pay cut. There, he did get a verbal offer to be coach in waiting. That's been rescinded, um, and then a thousand dollar or hundred thousand dollars is being donated to Utah Group United Together Against Hate. Uh, but again, Ryan, great call out. What are they doing with the rest of the salary? And uh, trying to save money? I don't know, but I, I thought that was a good call out. Um, I'll be trying to save money since the stadium is only going to be like a third full this season. <laughs> if that at this point. <laughs> uh, Scott, I, th- I think you brought up a, a very good point about they had to do something, right? I mean, I know this is serious, but let's. there is a football aspect to this. There's a recruiting aspect of it. And, and I think they had to do something to get the, to move the program forward. And, and recruiting is included in that. You can't have a coach that... You know, even though Morgan tried to do his repair as much as he could in 2013, they had to do something to show that they were taking this serious, that they were moving the program forward. And so, well, I know a lot of people are, are, are maybe saying, you know, if you're going to do all this stuff to him, why don't you just fire him? Or if you're keeping him on board, why are you cutting a salary? Just keep him out at uh, what you already told him he was going to make. But I think they had to do that to move the program forward. And a big part of that is to move recruiting forward because you know this is going to come up in negative recruiting. Teams are going to throw this out against Utah. You know, We all know that Utah already has a big hurdle to jump over in a lot of situations, right? When, when you're recruiting against Southern California, it's, it's a hard sell for someone not from the state of Utah that maybe is a minority to have them already commit to Utah over Southern California, they had to do something to, to help the program move forward. There, there's no doubt about it. I mean, if you have a child, you discipline your child. You, you've got to let them know there's, there's repercussions. There's consequences to their actions, right? So there had to be something done. 
um, not only for PR purposes, but honestly, you know, something that Morgan will uh, learn from and uh, and and know that, uh, um, you know, pretty much he's going to be kind of on a short lease, I, I would assume. Um, you know, Harlan's going to be watching him, his conduct, and and I have no doubt in my mind, Morgan is going to be fine from here on out. He is a, he's a good guy. He, he made a mistake, but there's no worry that, uh, that he's going to go out and, and embarrass the program in any way moving forward. I think obviously he's going to be on his, on his best behavior and, and, and across the board to the entire coaching staff, a, a message has been sent from Mark Harlan to all the coaches really throughout every program in the university now, with that being said, everybody's on their best behavior. But yeah, how does that affect recruiting? As you mentioned, Cam and and Kyle Whittingham alluded to it how how good of a recruiter Morgan is. Um, but he is going to face an uphill battle with this. There are going to be other coaches that are going to say, "Do you really want to go play for Morgan and that defense and that program when that's the type of guy he is?" And 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 they're going to every coach is going to needle him and needle the program every chance they get. And, uh, and it will be used against him and, and it, it may sway some recruits, um, at least initially. Um, but you know, I, I think Morgan, he's got a reputation, the programs, the high schools that he's been dealing with, they know who he is. They know the type of coach and the person that he is and the type of program that Utah is. And I think, uh, you know, outside of some people who maybe are really sensitive to that, I, I think people will be able to get past it. And and I, I honestly, I don't know that we're going to see a huge slump in his ability to recruit. For sure, where the hundred percent people are going to use it against him. But once he's allowed in these kids' living rooms with their parents, he's going to own it. They're going to ask. These parents would be dumb not to ask the question, like, "What happened? Why did you do this?" He'll own it just like you did in the press conference today. He'll apologize and say, I made a mistake and this isn't this isn't me. This isn't Utah football. And he'll win these guys over like he always has. He's that type of personality. Um, but you're right, Scott. I mean, it, it'll probably will sway a kid or two or a handful the other direction. But again, that goes back to the consequences of, of the actions and they'll just move forward from there. See, but, but I, but I, I mean, you make a good point. I, I honestly think this could be used in a positive. If he is sitting there saying, look, I made a mistake. I own it. And he's for forthright with, uh, with, with these parents, with, with this player, you know, I think a lot of parents are going to appreciate that. And they're going to mm-hmm. say, look, you know, that's the type of coach. That's the type of man I want my co my son to go play for and to learn from and grow from. And, uh, cause guess what, you know, these kids are going to go throughout life. They're going to make mistakes themselves. It's good to have somebody to look up to, to know how to handle it when you do make that mistake. And, yeah. and so being the type of person that Morgan is, the, the personality that he, that he has, you know, what? It, it would not surprise me in the very, in the very least, if he, if he can turn this into a massive positive and, and, uh, and be a leader um, in, in kind of changing these dynamics in changing the culture, not, not the Utah football culture, but just culture in general of how people, how racism still exists and, and be an advocate, uh, for, uh, uh, for blacks and, and young athletes that have to go through some of that. 
No, I, I think those those are excellent points. And, and really, I think when it comes to recruiting, it, it, negative recruiting is always going to be there, right? No matter what it is. And it's there. Well, it, 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 as long as you've got Arizona, Arizona State in the conference, <laughs> yeah, dirty recruiting will continue to happen. But the the whole point is, what can you do with that negative recruiting? How can you flip it? And, and to your point, Scott, if 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 this is going to be thrown out in in Morgan Scally's face as he's hitting, you know, the recruiting trail, he can turn it around into a success story. He can use that as, you know almost the culture here in Utah that we allow mistakes, we punish mistakes, but we let people grow and learn from them. Well, this is, I mean, this is fall. This falls right into the same thing. The wit has become known for over his career, giving guys second chances. Look how many guys, how many football players have made mistakes over the years, uh, whether they're a Ute at the time they make it or on a different team when they make a mistake and what brings them in and gives them a second chance. This is the culture that that Wit has has embodied and brought to Utah, and this is no different with with Morgan. And Ryan, I want to piggyback off that with Wit giving second chances. There have been so many cases where the second chance is known to the public and is not known to the public, and whether if it's public or not, sort of the consequences, things that Wit's requirements are never known to the general public. Right. I mean, we know guys that gotten into trouble, you know, had legal issues or whatnot, and 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 went brings them back, and, and that's all everyone hears. But the three of us, we know that there's a lot of things they have to do, right? They have to, I mean, go to class first first and foremost. I mean, everyone has to, but they're heavily, heavily looked at for their class attendance and class participation. There's counseling a lot of times. Um, that Wit requires um, of, of his players, uh, and a lot of that is like anger management. Uh, if, if there's been incidences, and and I'm not saying that you know they're this is what they're going to do with Scally, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's more in the background that's going to be required of him from 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 Wit. This isn't going to go away. Every interview he gives over the next. Well, the coming season for sure, but even probably in the next uh, few years, it's going to come up in a lot of those interviews, and it's going to give him an opportunity to to turn that around. Um, he may be he may be rooting for coronavirus to run rampant. <laughs> <laughs> but here, here's a, here's a, here's a question I have for you guys. I'd be curious to to get your perspective on what Harlan had to say, because it sounded to me like he would not have been brought back. He, he would have been fired had he not got the support from the current players who all voted for him to come back and so much support from former players um, in, in support of him and, uh, and the type of coach that he, that he, that he is. And that he was to, to, to those players. It, it sounded to me that that was the saving grace. And that's why he was brought back. If that had not happened, I think Harlan would have made the move to, to fire him. That, that's, what, that's just my perspective. That's no mm-hmm. inside information. But that's how it kind of looked to me. 
And, and I think going back to your point, Cam, I think that's how, that's something that Morgan and, and all of the coaches in general are going to be able to use and take a positive out of this as they're out recruiting and say, look, all of his former players stood by him. His current players stood by him and wanted him back. You know, there's a lot of bad eggs out there, man. These players really had his future in their hands. They could have easily said, nope, I don't want to play for a guy like that. And he would have been gone, I think. And, and you almost think it has to be unanimous because what if, well, you know, what if one or two guys say, no, no, I, I, I had a bad experience or whatever. And the rest of the team is like, yeah, keep him. How do you? Do you, do you turn your back on those one or two guys? I think it almost has to be a unanimous. Yeah, he he's our coach, and we love him, and we want him. We want him here. Yeah, I I would imagine it had to have been unanimous, or maybe if there were some guys that couldn't get past it, I don't know. Maybe they were granted a release or an option. I don't know, um, but I would suspect. Yeah, there had to have been. Uh, you know, uh, a unanimous decision. Hey, bring him back. We want to continue to play for him. So I I, th- I think that that speaks that speaks volumes that the guys who know him best. I mean, there's we're seeing it on social media. People that read a headline who have no idea who Morgan Scally is are 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 wondering why he wasn't fired because of what he did. When they have no idea who he is, the person he is, and the impact that he's having on so many young men. And when when the guys that are in his foxhole that are dealing with him. 18 hours a day are saying that's not the type of person he is and we want to keep him that right there kind of should squall a lot of this talk. Mm-hmm. Well, so going back to, to the players and whatnot. So the investigative investigative report has been released. Uh, it's on our site, utahmanpodcast.com. You can go on there and look at the PDF, but even then their report, they interviewed over 70 people, um, including, Players, former players, uh, former teammates, uh, former employees and current employees uh, of the team and the athletic department. And and we know, you know, we heard a lot kind of going through this investigation. Um, obviously, we didn't feel comfortable saying anything on social media. So, I mean, we know that players were talked to. And to, to Ryan's point, yeah, the players had a lot, had a lot to say in this and they had a lot of weight i think in 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 what happened and scott you kind of threw out the question you know would harlan have fired him i think he would have i honestly do i i think if and i don't know what the number would be if there if there was one player or 10 or five i i don't know the number is i think they were prepared to fire him if it went if it came down to that situation and I think that speaks credit to how the university conducted the investigation. We'll have the third party come in and do it. But I, I think it shows that they were, if they were willing to do that, they they were fully invested in, in this investigation and and how the players felt um, about the situation. I think even uh, Kyle said in the press conference that, you know, trying to hire a, a defensive quarter right now wouldn't have been or. Um, ideal, but he was prepared to go down that road. Completely agree, but I think even more important than that, it shows what kind of man he really is. It shows that he made a mistake. He's really not a racist. 
he made a racist comment that he regrets uh, and should regret. Uh, but it's it's not it's not who he is, and I think that clearly came out in the investigation. Oh, definitely. If you look at it, they list out nine allegations um, against Morgan Scally in the investigation, and uh, and, and only one of them uh, could be proven uh, either by Morgan himself admitting it um, or other individuals um, collaborating it and having you know the same stories. Um, as as the ones making the accusations, uh, but you know we're talking a lot about Morgan's character, and I think the biggest one, um, he never lied about this whole thing. From the very get go, Morgan was completely honest in, in in what in what transpired, and to me, I think that's the the biggest thing that speaks to his character is he didn't try to sugarcoat it. He wasn't trying to sweep it under the rug. Hopefully no one would know. And, you know, he could just lie and just say, no, I, I didn't say that. And just hope that no one had a, a picture of the text or whatever from seven years ago. He could have done that. That could have been the easy way. But Morgan stood up and, and, and admitted it from the very get-go. And I think just just that alone speaks volumes of the type of person and and really the type of man and the type of coach that Morgan Scally is. All right, so let, let's let's jump forward. His uh, his contract that uh, was apparently prepared in December is pretty much gone at this point. Um, his 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 promise or guarantee to be a head coach in waiting is gone. Is uh, what's his future here? Does he have a shot to still come back and earn earn that head coaching position when Kyle uh, decides to hang it up? I absolutely think he's got a shot. I is it going to be in the next couple of years? Probably not. I think if Witt hangs on for maybe five more years and and gives Morgan an opportunity to really show that he he's changed and he's he's taken some leadership roles and then made some. Um, headway in the in the community in that regard. I think there's an opportunity there, um, but it, it, I think it's further down the road than I think we all thought it might be before this happened. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think if Morgan can continue on this path that's set up before him, I, I think it, he's still a, a very high favorite to become the head coach. Um, I don't think he's ever going to get the head coach in waiting tag again or promise again um i just i i don't see that happening again um and and maybe this is a lesson that mark harlan learned not to make such a promise to someone um just because you never know what happens um in in the future i think it's a warning to all coaches in (laughs) every sport across utah athletics is you do not want the kiss of death of being given (laughs) the head coach in waiting because uh, Tommy Connors lost his um, uh, not too long ago with uh, some of those re- recruiting violations that the basketball team had. So um, yeah, bad, bad juju on that part. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, there's, there's always a chance that when this con when Morgan's contract is up, another school will come in and, and take him away if he think if he thinks there's not an opportunity for him here, at least in the near future. Um, 
but but you know the, the thing that stood out to me is we all know the love he has for the University of Utah. Oh, yeah. It's it's really his dream school. And obviously this, you know, this could muddy the waters a little bit in in his future here, but with what he had to say today and and the passion in which he he gave that apology, it shows you the love he has for the University of Utah. And I think if if anything, again, this is just my opinion. I think if anything, it endears him more to this fan base. I think it endears him more to this program, where now he's 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 saying, "I got something to prove here now," and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes out and proves it. Um, obviously, well, I wouldn't know, be surprised either. A, a lot can happen. Yeah, if he gets an attractive offer, you know, he could he could definitely move on. Um, but, uh, or if, Har- if, if Harlan's still here and doesn't want him to be the head coach. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's a real possibility where, cause at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what any of us think or Harlan's the one that's ultimately going to make that decision when the time comes. And is, has this, has this ruined that for, and Harlan's got a bad taste in his mouth. That's going to be only he can tell us that. So we'll, we'll have to see as much as Harlan's moved around in his career. Five years, he may be long gone from Utah, though. Too. Well, seeing his uh, his last hire at uh, South Florida, I'm not sure I want to see him make a football hire here at Utah. <laughs> Chris Hill hired what McBride, Urban, and Majerus. Just, just those three hires alone, he's, uh, he's gonna... it got him into the Raptors. <laughs> yeah, it got him That's into why the they Raptors, retired exactly. his jersey. <laughs> so today wasn't you know total doom and gloom for for utes it was a big day on the recruiting front they picked up a a a new uh three-star wide receiver out of texas and then just a few days ago got a big commitment from ricky parks running back out of florida i think was ranked 20th in the nation though that that's a great pickup for this class so far yeah, I mean, it just continues to add to the depth that we've got at the running back position. I mean, you look at, obviously, Brumfield returns, Wilmore returns, uh, M- M- Mika Bernard comes off redshirt, Ty Jordan's in the program from last year, big recruit, now you had Ricky Parks. Still got Green I mean, back there, too. Yeah, exactly. You still got Green. And the running back position just continues to be an absolute gem. Uh, McDonald is killing it on the recruiting front for uh, for Utah right now, and you know. And then you pick up this kid today, Demikio Nathan. That's that's an all name team right there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, so Utah obviously they do this year in and year out. They they start slow. They they're they're low in the rankings compared to everybody else, but man. They come, they come on late and just rise up that recruiting, those recruiting rankings, and they're going to do the exact same this year, this thing this year. Jeffrey Bassa, who's a, a big time linebacker recruit here in the state of Utah, drop uh, kind of uh, his final his final schools that, that are in the running here. Utah is expected to be one of those. But I think, I mean, this is a good sign that these kids are committing right now, um, even during this whole investigation with Morgan Scally. Um, I know we kind of talked about the recruiting and, and it is going to be a hurdle they're going to, Utah's going to have to deal with. They're going to have to learn how to, how to approach it. But I, I think it is good right now that even though while this investigation was going on, while there's still a lot of questions that Utah is still being able 
to get guys to commit and they're still getting into doors, still getting in front of kids and and their parents and really selling this program. And I think that just speaks volumes to the type of program that Winningham runs. All right. So I think that will do it for us um, on this episode. Can you know our initial thoughts of what's going on uh, regarding regarding Morgan Scally and everything that's transpired? Uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say. You can always hit us up on Twitter at Utah Man Podcast. Ryan, where can people find you on Twitter? At Drum and Feather. Drum, the letter N, Feather. And Scott? Yeah, you can find me at Uteman underscore forever. And you can always go to our home at utahmanpodcast.com. As I mentioned earlier, we have the full report uh, from the third party on there. So you can read everything that was investigated uh, as part of this for Morgan Scally. And be sure to follow us on wherever you listen to a podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We are there. And go Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes. We'll be till I die. Kayai. We're good. Let's cut it. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are their own and are no way affiliated with the University of Utah.